Hello, my friends, and thank you so much for being here on this Friday morning. My name is Roger, and behind the scenes is my wife, Angie, and together we are the Barnabas Bridge. As we begin this last day of the week, I want to remind you that we now have a, a study guide to go along with our weekly studies, our, our daily uh, looking over Scripture and the topic that we're in. And it's just uh, each day has a short three or four or five questions along with the Scripture readings, and maybe it will help you focus in. Uh, for those of you, and we've had quite a few folks re re ask for those, uh, if you've received those, awesome. I hope they've been helpful for you this week, and we'll get those out to you next week. And if you haven't received them yet, I'll, I'll kick that up to the, uh, to the complaint department, and that's Angie too, and she'll probably kick it over to the uh, distribution department, who also is Angie. So I'll tell my wife about it, and we'll take care of that. So send us your name and, we'll, your, name and your email address to our email address, at thebarnabasbridge at gmail.com, and we'll get those fired off to you. This week, we spent the entire week talking about the evidence of contentment. And we're based everything on 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 11, where we are told to pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance. And finally today, we're going to look at the final one of gentleness. Now, it's an important thing, isn't it? It's this idea of if we are content, we are going to show this gentleness in our life that is going to be evident for people to see. And in this day and age, in, in a world that seems to be shouting out its convictions in such a loud, boisterous way, and, and really it, what it is is caused a non-communication. I, I, and I don't think it's going to go away anytime soon. How important it is for us as believers, as people who have been lavishly given the gift of salvation through the Son of Jesus, the Son Jesus Christ. How much more important is it this time of man humanity for us to demonstrate a gentle, calm demeanor? I recently read a great quote from a Nashville pastor named Scott Sauls, and he says this conviction and kindness must run together. Lose one and you lose both. Conviction and kindness must run together. Lose one and you lose both. I really think what he's trying to get at there is the understanding that we can have all the conviction in the world that Jesus Christ came to save us. But if we present it in a way that is so overbearing and so rude and so loud and so just in a really kind of almost a mean-spirited way, we're not only going to lose our conviction, but we're also going to learn the opportunity to speak to anybody about the love of God. So in this world that seems that the divisions are now too far, too wide for civil conversation, where the really kindness and gentleness is really not ever demonstrated on the national stage, or at least it appears that way, we have the opportunity then to show the world a gentleness, the one that is evidenced in Jesus' life. When we pursue these things in our life, Regardless of what's going on in the world, we always do, not as the world does, but as Jesus does. There's a great message today in Matthew, chapter 11, verse 28 through 30. And all week long we followed Jesus through his earthly ministry, and we've watched how he demonstrated these different attributes. And it's just been, in my, for me, it's just been a beautiful thing. And so on this final Friday, on the final day that we're going to look at these evidence of contentment, this is the scripture that I want you to hear. He says, come to me. 
the Son of God, standing on the soil of the earth that he created, calling out the name of sinners. And he's saying, come to me. <laughs> All who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. The gentle voice of the master. He didn't say, get your lives cleaned up. He didn't shout out, you're a bunch of heathens. <laughs> he didn't say any of those things. He said, come to me so that I might give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That word, learn from me. Watch the master. Be like Jesus. Emulate the king. Do everything that we possibly can to show the world the true nature of Jesus Christ. We don't have the recording of him railing against the world, against sin, but that's his job. Our world is to be, our job is to be like Jesus. And he says, I am gentle and humble. Come to me. We learn from him, just like Paul said that he had learned through a lifetime how to be content in every situation. When we know that we are in the presence of Jesus Christ and he says, my yoke is easy. We find contentment there that can never be snatched away. I know that a lot of you have heard a great old hymn and it's called Softly and Tenderly. Do you remember the words to that? I don't know where you are today of what your relationship with Jesus Christ is, my friends. But on this Friday, I just want to encourage you to look at your own life. In the book of Romans, we're told that if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you will be saved. That's my prayer for you and everyone that I come in contact with. That somewhere along the line that you hear not my message, but you hear the message of salvation of a God who loved you so much that he came to earth looking for you. And he said, come to me. If you're weary, if you're burdened, come to me. I don't have any restrictions. I don't have any prerequisites, but simply come. Believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you will be saved. I think that's kind of the message of that old hymn that says softly and tenderly, Jesus is calling, calling for you and for me. Patiently, Jesus is waiting and watching, watching for you and me. Come home, come you home. You who are weary, come home. Earnestly, tenderly, Jesus is calling, O sinner, come home. I think that's a beautiful way to end a week where we looked at the life of Jesus when he stands there and says, come to me now. My friends, that's my prayer for you. It's a prayer for everyone that I know that we come to Jesus and so that someday we'll all rest and laugh together on the other side when we get home. Until then, I hope that you find a church family this weekend or are able to attend 
And when you do, what you find there is people who love you and accept you for exactly who you are, who are kind to you, who are gentle with you, who are humble, who are willing to hear your story and you're willing to hear theirs. Where a preacher stands in that pulpit and he preaches out the name of a good, loving king named Jesus Christ, who came and died for sinners just like you and I, with no prerequisites, but simply come. My friends, let's say a prayer together and I will head into our weekend. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for the messages of this week where you've showed us clear evidence that uh, we can be content in this world no matter what comes our way. And not only that, but the evidence comes out in ways that is beautiful in gentleness and love. And so, Father, because of that, we are just uh, encouraged on when we go out into this world this weekend. Let us show the traits that you truly are and that is a beautiful that is a beautiful relationship that was restored for all sinners through the Son, which is now led by the power of the Holy Spirit that lives in all believers. Let us be strong and let us be kind. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. My friends, thank you so much for being here with us this week and have a fantastic weekend. And God willing, we'll see you on Monday. Goodbye. <music>